0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Woe Podcast about horses and horsemanship. I'm John Hare, and you've found the place where we talk horses. Well, here it is 2020, and since it's January, let's talk about goals. As I look over the outline of what I want to talk about, it sounds like I'm complaining. That's the thing with goals. There are stumbling blocks one has to get over to complete them. I'm simply letting you know what mine were. Now, I wasn't going to even set horsemanship goals this year. I'm 65. Throughout my life, I've set goals. I don't always wait until the new year. And many times, reaching those goals has made a big difference in my life. I have goals outside of horsemanship Renee and I are working on. You probably have them too. It's time to upgrade the car, new flooring for the house, travel. You know, it's the usual stuff. I hadn't set any horsemanship goals until I got an email from a listener. Hey John, what projects are you working on? And it really got me thinking about what I wanted to do with the horses this year. I'll tell you what I came up with. But first, I want to thank Total Saddle Fit for sponsoring the Woe podcast. Total Saddle Fit makes the shoulder relief cinch. With its unique shape and contours, the shoulder relief cinch redirects the latigos of the saddle to improve your horse's range of motion. The shoulder relief cinch is robustly padded with cutaways in the places your horses need it the most. Total Saddle Fit wants you to try this innovative new take on the cinch by offering free worldwide shipping. Try it for 30 days, risk-free. I've got one I use on my quarter horse mare, Jesse, and my Mustang Scratch, and I really like the look and feel of the shoulder relief cinch. Over 10,000 riders rely on the shoulder relief cinch. Find your perfect size, color, and material at totalsaddlefit.com and tell them you heard about it on the Woe Podcast. Over the course of my horse ownership years, I haven't competed much in the show ring. If you've listened a while, you know this. But if you're new to the show, it's important you know I didn't grow up around horses. I came to them in my 50s. And I haven't competed that much in general. A few golf tournaments, a few low level tennis tournaments. That's about it. The reason I haven't competed that much with horses is number one, because it's expensive. I think if you grow up around horses, you get used to their costs over the years. It just becomes another expense. When you get your first horse at 51, you have to build the pens, get the feed, the supplements, the tack, the vet bills, and all the other minutia that goes all at once. It's a bit intimidating. Then I spent the first couple of years just learning about horsemanship and how to ride. And competing wasn't in the picture because I wasn't competent to compete in anything. Then we, that's Renee and I, got a little bolder and tried a trail trial, then a trail class. Those weren't bad. We looked into some other show stuff, working equitation, reining, cow work, and three things popped up. The cost of entry was higher. The level of performance was much higher, and the rule books were thicker. Me and rule books don't get along. They make my hair hurt. My eyes glaze over, my memory takes a hike, I just get lost. We began doing ETI trail trials a few years back. Mainly because, one, they're relatively inexpensive. Two, they occur over the course of a one to two hour trail ride, So we ride along for a quarter of a mile, do an obstacle, then ride along for another quarter of a mile. And then number three, the rules are pretty simple. Yeah, I blew some points for not knowing to call out cinch check before going up or down a hill, but you learn those things quickly, and they get easier. Okay, so the goals for this year. The last two years at a mule and horse show, I competed in the ranch riding classes with my Mustang Scratch at a show in Tehachapi. I did it mainly because Scratch was born in the Tehachapi Mountains and roamed the area as a wild horse for nine years. The show invited us to participate. I discovered that in the show ring, Scratch loses all sense of speed, control, and direction. He gets a little amped up with the other horses around, and we lose our connection. There haven't been many opportunities to do ranch riding, that fit our schedule, but this year there are two venues hosting shows that are sanctioned under the World Ranch Horse Association, and it looks like there will be a number of opportunities for us to compete. At this stage in my life with horses, competing isn't about the placement. I need to measure how I'm doing with Scratch. Am I helping him? Can he do this? Not every horse can. What do I have to do to help him feel comfortable? I know he can live out his life just riding along the trail, and maybe it's hubris on my part, but I think he can be better. He's a tough little horse who is smart, and I'd like to see if I'm the person who can develop that toughness and smartness. And along the way, I learn about horses and horsemanship, and that's got to be a good thing. So what are your goals? What do you plan to do with your horse this year? I remember one year early on in my horsemanship, I logged all the time I spent in the saddle. I had a GPS wristwatch thingy and an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, those love those Excel spreadsheets. And I wanted to reach 150 hours that year. Just having that goal got me up early to spend time on my horse. It's those little things that can keep you motivated. So... Go out and set some goals. And I've got goals for the podcast too. I'm reaching out to a lot of trainers and organizations to see all the options horse owners have. I reached out to the backcountry horsemen and ETI and hope they'll come on to talk about all they have to offer. I'll be trying to contact Mark Rashid, a very accomplished author and horseman. I want to see if Ken McNabb will come on to talk about laying down a horse. I've always wondered if this is a good thing to do, and I recently noticed Ken has a video on it, and I'd love to learn more. I'm trying to get some experts in horse transportation on the show to talk about getting your horse from one point to another. Trainer TJ Cliburn has verbally committed to come on and talk about training Mustangs and his life as a trainer. TJ is an Australian by birth, but has been working in the U.S. for over 30 years now. One other guest I'm hoping to have on the show is Arian Aguilar, who's an extraordinary trainer with some very unique ideas and methods. And I'd love to find some stories to illustrate sonically, like the episode I did last year on Comanche. Those are more difficult to find, and they take much longer to produce. But I get a kick out of trying to tell a compelling story. If you have a suggestion for the show, I'd love to hear from you send your email to john at woepodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Simply search Woe Podcast. It would be great to connect with you. So until next time, for Renee, this is John Hare saying, go have some fun with your horses. Bye-bye, everybody.